Hello and welcome to Boston Blackie from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. house across the street. That one with the red roof, huh, Martin? Yeah. And that's him. That's Joe Ingalls sitting in the living room where the light is. Yeah, yeah, I see him. Uh-huh. Hey, the wind is open a little bit, too. We won't even have to break the glass. Who cares if we break the glass? We're going to break up the whole joint, ain't we? Uh, if this thing goes off the way it's supposed to. It will. I know my bombs. Well, I don't know. Come on. Let's go across the street and get rid of this bomb. And the house... And Joe. That little guy just passed. Now there's nobody coming. Oh, we can stay right here and get rid of it. Are you kidding? That's a long toss. I know it. You can get that bomb through that window from here. You just watch. This I gotta see. This you're gonna see. <laughs> wow, chase her right through the open window. Sure, All right. <laughs> Goodbye, house. Goodbye, Joe. Good boy, Chaser. And now meet Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no friend. found a few more bomb fragments around the room, Inspector Faraday. Uh, can you tell what kind of bomb it was? No, sir. Well, the bomb squad will tell us, Matthews. Yes, sir. Uh, give those fragments to Callahan. Have him run them down to headquarters. Right. The bomb wrecked the house and killed Joe Ingalls, so run down anything you can find on him. Yes, sir. You want him to run me down, too, Inspector? Oh, Blackie, there's been one explosion in this house already. Don't make me sign another. Hey, Inspector, you're dynamite. Yeah, very funny. What are you doing here? I came down to see what all the noise was about, and then I saw you. Okay, you saw me. What do you want, my autograph? Anytime I want an X, Faraday, I'll look in the dictionary. Humorous. 
I knew the dead man, Inspector. Joe Ingalls was a pet peeve of mine. When I heard about the explosion, I just had to come down here. I have only one question to ask you. Why? Because of law and order. You're the law, and I came in order to find out who bombed this house. You did. Any witnesses? No. Only that little man over there talking to Matthews. What did he see? None of your business. In other words, go find out for myself, huh? All right, so I will. He asks himself questions, and he answers them. No wonder he's smart. They're his own questions. Hello, Matthews. Oh, hello, Blackie. I understand this man witnessed the explosion. May I talk to him? Oh, sure, Blackie. What there is of him. Hello. Hello. My name's Boston Blackie. Who are you? Uh, Sullivan, John G. Sullivan. Oh, great. Oh, no, the great was John L. I'm John G., no relation. No resemblance. Uh, No, I don't think so Uh, You saw the explosion? No, I didn't see it, but I came by this house on my way to my own house, (laughs) mind you. I'm minding me. Well, uh, what did you see? Uh, Not very much, mind you, but the light in this house was on and... The window was partially open. I just happened to notice this, mind you. Yes, I realize that. Now, what else? Well, that's all, except that, well, I saw two men in the shadows across the street from the house. Well enough to know them if you saw them again? No, I don't think so. It was dark, mind you. And the next thing I saw, I didn't see. I heard. The next thing you saw, you heard. That I like. It was the explosion. And where were these two men when you heard the explosion? Still across the street? I don't know. They must have been. I I didn't see them on this side of the street. Uh Uh-huh. You say a window was open when you came by this house. Which window? Uh, That one there in the room where the bomb exploded. Oh. Well, thanks, little Sir Echo. Uh, (laughs) That little fact about the explosion is going to blast open this case. Yes? Your name's Sullivan? Uh, yes, John G. Sullivan. My name's Martin. Martin. I want to talk to you, bud. Oh, uh, uh, I... Oh, yes. Do do come right in. As if there was anything you could do to stop oh. me. <laughs> well, now, what do you know about that explosion down the street? I know poor Mr. Ingalls was killed. You know who killed him? Well, no. Then what were you telling the police? Only that I... Oh, I saw you. You were looking around when I was talking to Boston Blackie. That's right. You better not lie to me. What did you tell the police? Oh, nothing. Because, mind you, I know nothing. Only that... Only that what? That there was a terrible explosion, and when I turned around, it was all over. I didn't see the two men very well. What two men? The two men who were across the street. Would you know those two men if you saw them again? Oh, no. It was dark, mind you, and I don't see too well anyway. (laughs) But... What was that for? That was for talking too much. Well, there was no You call. told Blackie all about well, this, didn't you? Yes, it was all I knew, but you shouldn't have slapped me. I, I didn't know very much. Look, Sullivan, you keep right on not knowing very much, or you won't know anything at all. Hello. Blackie, this is Mary. Oh, hello, Mary. I just got in. Mm, I know. I've been trying to reach you. Really? What did you find out about the Joe Ingalls killing? Nothing yet, but I do have an idea about something. Mm -hmm. Haven't you always? And why doesn't it ever include me? What is your idea, Blackie? One of the windows in Joe's house was open about a foot. A witness says two men were across the street and never crossed the street. So the bomb might have been tossed in the open window from where they were. Blackie, that's impossible, isn't it? No, no. Under certain conditions, it could be done. 
Come on over here, and I'll tell you all about it. Okay. I think all I have to do is find the men who had something to gain by throwing a bomb and throw them for a loss. Hello, is this Boston, Blackie? Yes. Blackie, this is John G. Sullivan. I'm sorry to bother you. Did I interrupt anything important? Oh, no, no. My girlfriend, Mary Wesley, is here, Sullivan. As a matter of fact, we're just discussing the bombing. What can I do for you? Nothing, but I think I can do something for you in the interest of justice, (laughs) mind you. Well? I didn't tell you all I saw at the explosion. I wasn't purposely holding out, (laughs) mind you. I was just being cautious. Now I've thought it over. I'm not cautious anymore. Tough to break a lifelong habit, isn't it? Uh, yes. Well, uh, what is it you've thought over? Oh, I wouldn't dare tell you over the phone. Someone might be listening. Could you meet me? Yes. Where? I have a place at Raccoon Lake, a little shack called the uh, Do Drop In. I'd never have guessed that. Uh, could you meet me there at 10 o'clock? Yes, I suppose so. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Did Blackie think you were really John uh, G. Sullivan? What else? Glad I hung around after the explosion chase and heard Blackie say he had a bright idea. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, you sure sounded like that John G. Sullivan guy. I think I did too, even if I say so myself. John G. Sullivan. <laughs> Come on, let's get out to that shack of mine and take care of Boston Blackie. Take care of him. That's right. Now, that sounds like he's sick. Brother, an hour from now, Blackie ain't going to be sick. He's going to be dead. <laughs> Well, Blackie, you've been sitting there thinking ever since you got that phone call. Who was it on the phone? It was that fellow Sullivan. You know, the unmighty John G. I told you about. Oh, yeah. Well, apparently he hadn't told me everything he knew, so I'm going to meet him and get the rest of it. I guess he had a touch of conscience. Blackie, you've been fooled by phone calls so many times. How do you know it was Mr. Sullivan on the phone? I'd know that little guy's voice anywhere. Well, maybe he was forced to phone you. <laughs> Not a chance. If someone threatened to meet collapse, I'm sure this isn't a trap, Mary. I don't know, but... All right. If you're sure, I'm satisfied. Where are you meeting, Mr. Sullivan? At a shack called Do Drop In on Raccoon Lake. (laughs) And you're not coming, and you're not going to worry about me. Why, Blackie? You know I never worry about you. What do you ever give me to worry about besides everything? They say the bomb used on Ingalls wasn't this type, Inspector Faraday. What type is that, Matthews? A fragmentation bomb, deadly. Mm. Wouldn't have been much to pick up if this had been the type used. Uh, was it this type? No. According to the bomb squad, that type needs detonation. There was no evidence in the wrecked house the bomb was wired or set off by any external means. Well, I have to know what type bomb that was. It's one of the ways I'm going to find the killers. The type bomb isn't going to help you much, Inspector. Why not? They tell me it was a homemade job and not an expert one at that. Mm -hmm. Any one of 100,000 people in this town know enough about explosives to make the bomb we're trying to trace. Oh, oh, boy. Nice little place you got here, Martin. That's a pretty little lake out there. Yeah, it is nice. Mm -hmm. Any, Any fish in it? Uh-huh. 
And we're going to feed him tonight, Jason. Oh, with Blackie, huh? <laughs> After we make a sieve out of him when he walks through this door. Yeah, we've been waiting an awful long time. Maybe he didn't fall for your gag. I think he did. Mm, maybe. You know, I really sounded like that little Sullivan jerk, didn't I? Yeah. Listen. <clears throat> I don't want to start trouble, mind you. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Look, what did Blackie sound like? Like he was anxious to have a talk with Sullivan out here. Well, I hope you're right. Now, if we don't get him this way, we'll get him another way. Mm, we should have done that in the first place, I think. Use a bomb on him the way we did on Ingalls. I owed Ingalls dough when he was getting tough about it. But Blackie's buttoned in, and that means I owe him more than dough. Oh, listen. There's a car coming down the road. Yeah. I think it's Blackie's. How do I know? I can't tell you. Get behind the door and have your gun ready. Yeah, it is. It's yours. Been ready for a long time. All right, the car's coming its way. If it stops in front of this shack, it's Blackie, all right. And he won't have a chance. I can tell by the lights. It's just about in front of us now, isn't it? Uh-huh. Take a look out the window. Hey, Martin. It is Blackie, and his car just stopped in front of the shack. Yeah. And in just a couple of seconds, we're going to stop Blackie. For good. Now, back to Boston Blackie. Henry Chaser and Jim Martin toss a bomb into the home of Joe Ingalls. Ingalls is killed. Investigating the case, Boston Blackie learns the details of the bombing from a meek little witness named John G. Sullivan and claims he has an idea. One of the killers, overhearing this, phones Blackie, pretending to be the mild-mannered Sullivan with further information. A meeting is arranged at a shack near a lake. Unknown to Blackie, the killers lie in wait for him with drawn guns. As we return to our story, Blackie is just about to get out of his car in front of the shack. There he is, Miss Wesley. Yeah, I see him. Blackie. Yeah? Blackie. Blackie, wait a minute. Mary, you're in bad company. What's the idea of associating with Faraday? And what are both of you doing here? Blackie, you've been tricked. Don't go in that shack, Blackie. You mean not without you, don't you? What's the idea of following me? Blackie, it's my fault. When you left to keep your appointment with Mr. Sullivan, I got suspicious. I was afraid this might be a trap. So I phoned Mr. Sullivan myself to see if he'd really made this appointment. And he did. He's in that shack right now, waiting for me. And probably so scared that he won't talk. He's not in there, Blackie. What? You're about to walk into a trap. How do you know? Come on with me. Okay. There's your Mr. Sullivan. Where? Right here in back of Inspector Faraday's car. Hello, Blackie. Mind you, I had nothing at all to do with this. I know nothing about it. Well, Sullivan, I certainly talked to someone on the phone who sounded like you. Well, I don't know who it could Come have on, been. Come on, Faraday. Come on. I haven't seen anyone leave the shack. If this is a trap, it's still set. Well, there's probably a bomb waiting for you in there, Blackie. Well, we'll soon see. Come on, let's try the door. But carefully. You stay back, Mary, in case there's an explosion. All right. I'll stay back here and protect Mr. Sullivan. Good idea. It'll be a good idea if we search the door for wires before we open it. It'll be safe enough if we just step back as we open the door. Now, you ready? To get blown from here into the middle of the lake? No. What's the matter? Can't you swim? Yes. 
But when I dive into a lake, I like to do it under my own power. Kick open the door. Let's get it over with. Okay, here goes. Get back. Yeah, you too. I'm back. Up with the foot and kick. Well, nothing happened. Look at your back. If you aren't wearing wings, you're right. Can you see inside the door? Yeah. It's <laughs> just an empty shack. Let's go in. Huh. Empty. Put your hat back on. I don't do obvious jokes. Yeah, that's your story. Well, Faraday, the back door's open. I guess this was a trap, all right, but the bait has beat it out the back. Yeah. Now maybe you'll thank me for coming out here and stopping you when I did. I owe you one. Blackie, uh, you said you got an idea from Sullivan when he told you one of the windows in the murder house was open before the explosion. Well, uh, what is that idea? I'm not ready to tell you yet, but I'm ready to do something about it right now. <laughs> Just a minute, Blackie. Sure. Morning, Herald Sports Department. What? Who won the World Series in 19-3? The Boston Americans beat Pittsburgh in the National League five games to three. And that's right, five games to three. It was the best five out of nine game series that year. 19-4? There wasn't a series in 19-4. You're welcome. Sorry, Blackie. This goes on all day. <laughs> you really know your baseball, don't you, Bill? I should. I've been a fan and a writer about baseball for 35 years. Now, what can I do for you, Blackie? Well, I'd like some information hey, about... here we go again. Excuse me. <laughs> go ahead. Morning, Harold Sports Department. What managers won a pennant with the greatest number of different teams? Bill McKechnie with Pittsburgh in 1925, St. Louis Cardinals in 1928, with Cincinnati in 39-40. You're welcome. All right, Blackie. Now, where were we? <laughs> Nowhere. I was about to ask you to do a little research for me. I'll do whatever I can, but it'll be just like you to ask me the one question I can't answer. It's about baseball, isn't it? Well, in a way. Well, what is it you want to know? Better ask before that phone starts again. <laughs> okay, Bill. And all I hope is you know the answer to a question I'm going to ask, because that will really ring a bell. Uh, come in. Here's a laboratory report on the fingerprints you found in the shack, Inspector Faraday. Good. Good. Who's are they? They belong to a hoodlum named Jim Martin. He owns the shack. Oh, fine. What does that prove? He's got a right to have his prints all over the place, then. He hasn't got a right to have the record he's got, though, Inspector. Among other things, he was arrested once with a guy named Henry Chaser on a charge of assault and battery. Mm -hmm. And guess who put in the complaint? I'm not in the mood for guessing. Who was it? Joe Ingalls, the guy who was killed in that explosion. Yeah. You know about him, don't you? He loaned guys to and got big interest. I know. I also know we're getting somewhere. And without Blackie. And we're going somewhere without Blackie, too. Have you got Martin's address? Yep, here it is in this report. Thanks. This is one time you'll really beat Blackie to it, won't you? And how? I have a hunch Martin's a man we want. So do I. I'm going to get Martin the same way I got my information. Without help from Boston Blackie. <laughs> What are you doing, Martin? What's it look like? Looks like you're making another bomb. I am. Quit tossing that ball up and down, will you? It makes me nervous, Chaser. Sorry. Who's this bomb for? Ingalls is the only guy we owed any dough to. I know. But this one's for a guy who wants to pay us off with a trip to the death house. Oh, uh, Blackie, huh? Uh-huh. I told you in a shack, if we didn't get him there, we'd get him in his apartment with this. How? Toss it in the window? No, Blackie lives in an apartment building, ninth floor. 
That'd be some toss. I'm making this bomb a small one. Enough to kill a guy if it lands at his feet, but not enough to hurt anybody 15 or 20 feet away if he ducks fast after he throws it. I'll duck fast, all right. Now, you're sure the bomb won't kill me, too, huh? No, Chaser, we're partners. With my head and your arm, we're a team. A terrific team. There's the house you want, Blackie, at the end of the block. Oh, oh yeah, I see it. Huh. Martin should be at home, too, Mary. A lot of lights on in there. Well, let's go in and see, Mr. Martin. You are sure you don't want to stay out here in the car? Where you go, I go. <laughs> that settles that. All right. I'll get out your side, honey. And I'll stay at yours. You'd better. Go on. Hey. Awful dark night, isn't it? Yes. But with that dope I got from my sports writer friend, I don't feel in the dark at all. You really think that information will solve the case? It might, Mary. Who? Uh-oh. I saw it too, Blackie. Something in those bushes over there moved. Yes, I'm moving too. Into those bushes to grab over it is. Blackie, be careful. <coughs> oh, yeah. All right, you don't try anything. What's the idea? Faraday. Oh, no. Not you, Blackie. Get off of me. What are you doing here, anyhow? Besides sitting on top of you, paying a little visit to Jim Martin and Henry Chaser. How did you know about them? I'll tell you about that later. Well, Snoopy, did your snooping do you any good? Not yet. I just got here. I was about to look in this window here when you jumped me. Well, let's look in it together. Is anybody in there? I told you I haven't looked yet. Well, never mind. I'm looking now. Uh, and there are two men in there. I can count. You learn something every day, don't you? Hey. One of the guys is just standing there, juggling a baseball or it's something. a baseball or nothing. And another guy is making a bomb. Yeah. And I have an idea. It's for me, which means these guys are for me. You mean for us? Come on. Wait a minute. Wait. Hold it. That type bomb that that guy is making probably explodes on impact. Yeah. A bullet would explode it, wouldn't it? I think so. Well, it looks as if he's finished it. We can't go through a door or a window without their getting a jump on us. Yeah. But I know how we can grab these guys without going in after them. How? Watch. Get back a minute, Faraday. Why? I'm going to break this window. Hey, who's out there? I am. Both of you guys stand right where you are. Chase, it's Blackie. Hey, Martin. It sure is. And don't touch that bomb or I'll put a slug into it and blow you up. Don't touch it. You're not going to stop me. No, but I am. <laughs> nice shooting, Faraday. I said don't touch. Now put your hands up, both of you. Mine are up. I can't move. Try awful hard. Okay, Faraday, go on in and get them. Right. Their hands are up and so is their time. <laughs> Okay, wise guy. So you did find a way to get to Martin and Chaser. But so did I. Fingerprints and Martin's record. But how far would that have taken you, Faraday? What? You couldn't have proved they killed Ingalls with that bomb. Yeah, I don't have to prove it now. I got a confession from him. Yes, but didn't my evidence force that confession? Okay, you found out that Henry Chaser was a great minor league pitcher, tossed out of organized baseball for turning crooked, and that he and Martin were pals. But how did you know to look for a baseball pitcher? It was the way the bomb got into Engel's house. It wasn't left there by anyone because it had to be thrown to explode. It came through the open window, open about a foot. Yes, and tossed from a good distance away from the window. That's right. Now, who could throw as perfect a shot as that? An ex-baseball pitcher, of course. I found out one ex-pitcher who would turn crooked. There you are. I'd have found out Chaser was a pitcher and figured that out, too. Maybe. Anyhow, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the important thing is that 
chaser has been caught. And as far as the public's concerned, one of the killers did the pitching, and you did the catching. Blackie, why did Mr. Martin use a bomb to kill Mr. Ingalls instead of, well, shooting him, for instance? He thought he was smart, Mary. It's easy to trace a bullet. Oh, yes, ballistics. That's right. And bombs can't be traced. Oh, yes, they can. In some cases. The bomb is never completely destroyed. Mm -hmm. If fragments of wire and casings are found, they can be traced. Then Mr. Martin went to a lot of trouble for nothing, I'd say. Well, it might have taken us months to trace Martin through those bomb fragments, Mary. Mm -hmm. What caught him quickly was his association with that one-time ball player, Chaser. Mm. Chaser was a good pitcher, wasn't he? Yes, his record shows that he could really get him over the plate. Mm -hmm. He'd have been a major league star if he hadn't gone wrong and been tossed out of baseball for life. Well, that was certainly a perfect strike he threw at Mr. Ingalls' house, right through the window. Yes, there's a switch to that pitch, though, Mary. Oh? It took care of Ingalls, and it'll mean the chair for Martin and Chaser. Instead of three strikes putting one man out, one strike puts out three men. Uh, so go fly, but stop that singing. Being in jail is tough enough without having to listen to that. You won't have to listen to it too long. I'm getting out of here. Me and my pals, Jockey, Danny, and Bolo. Oh, you all got together and talked it over, huh? No, we ain't talked it over. We ain't talked to each other since we're here. Something we decided on before. Oh, you decided on it. Yeah, we did. You guys are in here for good, and the warden's seeing to it. That's why he's kept the four of you apart. Won't let you talk to each other, eat together, work together, nothing. I know, I know, but still we're busting out together. How? If you ain't talk to each other, how you get together? We'll all get the signal and nobody will know where we're getting it. It'll tell us where the break is and how and when. It'll come from the outside. Fat chance. You got to get together and make plans before you make a break. Uh, no, we don't. We'll get the signal without talking to each other or even seeing each other. I'll send you a postcard from the outside, Joe. Let me fly, fly, fly. All right, I, I, uh, Right I, now, I, I wouldn't mind letting you. Not one bit. 